This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Victor Torres. And I'm Emily Jaramillo. In just two short months, there have already been 18 school shootings and many more threats to schools. Tonight, we bring you a special edition of Generation Justice as we reflect on this fact. Mass shootings, and especially school shootings, are increasing. We'll hear the powerful speech given by 18-year-old Emma Gonzalez, a Parkland student survivor who became an activist calling for gun laws to be changed. Then, we bring our own New Mexico youth to the airwaves as we hear their reaction to gun violence in schools. This evening, we have chosen music of healing and hope. Here is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. There's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find Emma Gonzalez has become one of the strongest voices and leaders that has emerged from the tragedy of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting last week on February 14, 2018. Emma is also the president of her school's Gay Straight Student Alliance. Now, here is Emma Gonzalez speaking at an anti-gun rally in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, just three days after the school shooting. Every single person up here today, all these people should be at home grieving. But instead, we are up here, standing together, because if all our government and president can do is send thoughts and prayers, then it's time for victims to be the change that we need to see. and since they added the Second Amendment to the Constitution, our guns have developed at a rate that leaves me dizzy. The guns have changed and the laws have not. We certainly do not understand why it should be harder to make plans with friends on weekends than it is to buy an automatic or semi-automatic weapon. In Florida... In Florida, to buy a gun, you do not need a permit, you do not need a gun license, and once you buy it, you do not need to register it. You do not need a permit to carry a concealed rifle or shotgun. You can buy as many guns as you want at one time. I read something very powerful to me today. It was from the point of view of a teacher, and I quote, when adults tell me I have the right to own a gun, all I can hear is, my right to own a gun outweighs your student's right to live. All I can hear is mine, 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 mine. AP Gov Chapter 16 test, we have to be studying our notes to make sure that our arguments based on politics and political history are watertight. The students of this school have been having debates on guns for what feels like our entire lives. AP Gov had about three debates this year. Some discussions on the subject even occurred during the shooting while students were hiding in the closets. The people involved right now, those who were there, those posting, those tweeting, those doing interviews and talking to people, are being listened to for what feels like the very first time about this topic that has come up over 1,000 times in the past four years, alone. 
I found out today that there's a website called ShootingTracker.com. Nothing in the title suggests that it is exclusively tracking the USA's shootings, and yet, does it need to address that? Because Australia had one mass shooting in 1999 in Port Arthur Massacre, introduced gun safety, and they haven't had one since. And yet here we are with websites dedicated to recording these tragedies so that they can be formulated into statistics at your convenience. I watched an interview this morning and noticed that one of the questions was, do you think your children will have to go through other shoot school shooter drills? And our response is that our neighbors will not have to go through other school shooter drills when we have had our say with the government and maybe the adults have gotten used to saying it is what it is but if us students have learned anything it's that if you don't study you will fail and in this case if you actively do nothing people continually end up dead so it's time to start doing Not because we are going to be another statistic about mass shootings in America, but because, just as David said, we are going to be the last mass shooting. Just like, just like Tinker v. Des Moines, we are going to change the law. That's going to be Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in that textbook, and it's all going to be due to the tireless effort of the school board, the faculty members, the family members, and most importantly, the students. from PTSD, the students who had panic attacks during the vigil because the helicopters who wouldn't leave us alone, hovering over the school 24 hours a day. There has been one tweet that I would like to call attention to. So many signs that the Florida shooter was mentally disturbed, even expelled for bad and erratic behavior. Neighbors and classmates knew he was a big problem, must always report such instances to authorities again and again. We did time and time again. Since he was in middle school, it was no surprise to anyone who knew him to hear that he was the shooter. Those talking about how we should have not ostracized him, you didn't know this kid. Okay, we did. We know that they're claiming that there are mental health issues, and I am not a psychologist, but we need to pay attention to the fact that this isn't just a mental health issue. He wouldn't have harmed that many students with a knife! And how about we stop blaming the victims for something that was the shooter's fault?
If the president wants to come up to me and tell me to my face that it was a terrible tragedy and how it should never have happened and maintain telling us how nothing is going to be done about it, I'm going to happily ask him how much money he received from the National Rifle Association.
kids don't know what we're talking about, that we're too young to understand how the government works. We call If you agree, register to vote. Contact your local congresspeople. Your powerful words resonate with me. Young people need to be heard. So thank you for speaking your truth and the truth of young people around this country. Thank you, Emma, for taking action and being so willing to speak out during this time of grieving. The voices of young people have given me, as well as many others, inspiration to promote healing and hope. These next songs were chosen to mirror Emma's powerful message. Here is a special song, Fossils, by Phoebe Rose, which was composed and written for Emma Gonzalez and those affected by the Parkland shooting. Phoebe Rose is a 16-year-old singer-songwriter in New York City. She is a junior at Fiorello H. LaGuardia High School of Music, Art, and the Performing Arts. After that, we'll hear Where is the Love by Black Eyed Peas. Tell my sister if you tell my brother that I may not be coming home. Blue skies are turning gray, so I'm off in search of somewhere else to roam. It's not our old backyard anymore, and clouds are moving in. I wasn't ready for the end, so how do I begin? But maybe we will be found as fossils in the ground. Never forget the things we did and said, let it set in stone. Maybe I'll come back, maybe I'll come back to the place I used to call my home. You can keep blowing kisses, but darling, we're in this and this is how it's gonna be. You could pray for a better day, but save enough of your heart and soul to grieve. Wishing for something different will never really numb the pain. Your humble thoughts and prayers won't keep the flame. But maybe we will be found as fossils in the ground. Never forget the things we did and said, let it set in stone. And maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll come back to the place I used to call my home. I know one day I'll see you again, but it'll never really be the same. You're a memory in a tragedy that will always cause me pain. But it's bittersweet, cause in the end I know we'll meet on the other side of the plane. But for now, you gotta stay down. Stay down, stay down, stay down. And maybe we will be found as fossils in the ground. Never forget the things we did and said, let it set in stone. Maybe I'll come back, maybe I'll come back. 
to the place I used to call my I'll tell my brother if you tell my sister I know we'll see each other soon You could tell her I love her I'm sorry I missed her But even I can't be immune shooting also sparked several other threats of gun violence in schools across the country and right here in New Mexico. Local youth took the time to share their opinions and feelings about the constant threat of gun violence on school campuses. You will hear from Asia Lujan, Angel, Edgar Cruz, Kenya Alonso, Jacob Dore, Ariana Cordova, Lily Lukow, Charles Simon, Jackie Torres, Monica Badaka, Milian Cordova, Nancy Canales, Pilar Monfaletto, and Bradley Tez Humble. I am Asia Lujan. I am 17 years old and I am a student at Highland High School. This is important to me because our youth should be listened to. I'm supposed to learn in school and not fear my life. When I see a school shooting, all I can think is why and how this could have happened. I want the feelings around these issues to not be sad, but anger that fills people to want change. Instead of thoughts and prayers, I want Congress to listen to those closest to the violence. Instead of active shooter trainings in school, I want kids to focus on their education. In my message to Congress, I want them to know that we know the funds that go to politicians, and without change, the amount of lives lost will continue to increase, and the amount that we think you care about citizens will continue to go down. My name's Angel, I am 20 years old, and I go to the University of New Mexico. I'm a criminology and psychology major, so gun violence is pretty much talked about and studied in my classes like all the time. It's affecting my life in a lot of ways, because I know the recent gun violence in Florida, they were high schoolers, they were just attending a normal day at school, and 17 of them lost their lives that day. Um, and then literally 24 hours later here on campus, we had a gunman, but nobody knew until an hour later. So it's like, you know, I should be able to walk freely on campus and not worry about, you know, if I'm going to die that day or anything like that. But it's like, you know, you, I think you and I should have done a better job at like notifying us. And also, like, with the whole talk about, like, we should arm our teachers, I don't really agree with that, per se, because, I mean, if you arm every single teacher, that just creates bigger problems when, let's say, you do have a gunman on campus, because then police have a harder time eliminating who was the active shooter and who wasn't, because when you have multiple people pulling out guns and trying to defend themselves, that makes it harder for the police to really figure out who was the shooter. Like, you just have to create stricter gun policies within our government, not just necessarily give everybody a gun and call it a day. 
My name is Edgar Cruz. I'm a student at the University of New Mexico, and I really fear that our safe spaces are just shrinking, that we're finding less and less places to enjoy ourselves and be ourselves. And to see students at such an uproar over this is really important. I need policymakers to listen to the students who are experiencing this head on. I don't think school administrations should be turning schools into panoptic prisons instead of creating safe learning spaces for the students. They're creating paranoid environments for them to learn. I think we as young people know what we're going through and we're experiencing this so directly that we have a lot of insight on what we think should be done. Um, and we've seen what you know, these environments of paranoia and fear do to students where they don't even feel like they can learn because they're more concerned about their lives rather than learning. I fear that I'm growing up in an environment of fear and paranoia rather than, you know, being able to express myself and be creative and learn and really just exist. I'm Kenya Alonzo. I'm 17 years old and I'm a student at Siebel High School. Personally, a school shooting is my number one fear when it should be graduating or something a little bit more simple. It, like, I shouldn't be fearing for my life when I'm sitting in class. This is important to me because we need to listen to kids, not politicians. Politicians aren't the ones fearing for their lives in classrooms. Uh, I'm Jacob Dore. I'm 20 years old and I'm a student at the University of New Mexico. Um, my opinion on gun laws are that I think that they're fine. Um, it's It sucks that so many school shootings have happened, but I don't think it has anything to do with gun control. I mean, we've had guns for generations and generations, and I think that the people as a society has changed and not necessarily anything having to do with guns. My name is Ariana Cordova. I am 14 years old, and I am a student at Early College Academy. This is important to me because the safety of my education journey is worth more than any amount of money that the NRA used to buy our government leaders. Our lives are worth more than any amount of money. None of, our, none of our nation's students should have to go to school every day fearing that that day could potentially be their last. I am Lily Lukow. I am 15 years old and I am a student at Cottonwood Classical Preparatory School. Um, this is important to me because it directly affects everyone around us and we are all in fear for our safety and the safety of our friends and family. I am Charles Simon. I am 22 years old and I'm a student at University of New Mexico. This is important to me because children need love more than ever. How many times are we going to keep dropping the ball? You know, I've been actually doing some research on these things and uh, the last shooters that we've had have all been on certain uh, selective lists by the FBI that uh, pretty much are highlighting their risk and it's being mishandled. Uh, we're not really giving it too much attention, but at the same time, uh, the schools I was going to growing up had metal detectors when you walked in, had police officers waiting for you before you walked in with handcuffs ready to take anybody, but somehow we keep having these shooters or shootings and just mass violence, and there's definitely warning signs that we're just missing. Instead of an active shooter trainings in schools, I would like some social anxiety classes to to at least figure out how we can uh, learn how to talk to each other because it keeps happening, you know. I mean, when I was in school, our big thing was Columbine. They tried to tell us Columbine, Columbine, Columbine to try to get us to not do that. 
I'm Jackie Torres and I am 17 years old and I'm a student at Sandia High School. Guns are so accessible, I mean, anyone, if they wanted to, if they really wanted to, could get a gun. It's, it's a combination of gun laws and mental health issues. Also, it's um, how we're allowing people to access guns. You know, we don't need thoughts and prayers, we need the GOP to stop taking um, money from the NRA. We need, you know, it's not, no longer a partisan issue, it's, a, it's, a, it's an issue of drawing a line, getting over it. it. It kind of sucks to be able to have to go to school now and think, um, is someone is someone going to walk on to my campus? Or is a student who um, may start to actively shoot at students and faculty members, um, which is a really scary thought. I am Monika Pudaka. I am 17 years old and I am a student at Highland High School. This is important to me because being able to learn in a safe environment means everything to me. I'm supposed to learn in school, not fear for my life. I am Melian Cordova. I am 16 years old and I'm a student at Southfield Academy. This is important to me because I feel that I, I should be able to learn at school and not be afraid of my peers. Ever since this has happened, my younger brother, um, he's now eight years old and he is afraid to go to school. He wants to be homeschooled because of this incident happening. He's afraid that someone will pull a gun at school or near his school. And he is now in fear of his life instead of um, wanting to learn. I am Nancy Canales. I am 21 years old and I am a student at the University of New Mexico. This issue going on right now is important to me because when I think of having kids and I think of my future with my spouse and the family I want to create, I think it would feel a lot safer for me to think that my kids are going to be going to a school where they're protected. Instead of thoughts and prayers, I want solutions and I want to be heard as an actual voice that matters, not because I have kids or because I'm a student at a elementary, middle, or high school, but because it's up to us now. I'm Pilar Monfaletto. I'm 18 years old, and I attended Sandia High School. This is important to me because 168 people die every two days due to gun violence. And instead of thoughts and prayers, I want laws and regulations in the state of New Mexico. There are no regulations for permits, registration, and licenses. Our country should protect its citizens and its students before they protect the right to bear arms. Um, and especially thinking about the parkland shooting in Florida, there was so much that could have been done to um, prevent this tragedy, like the shooter, he, um, the police were called on him many times and he was reported to the FBI, but he was still able to buy an assault rifle, um, something that I think that no U.S. citizen or really any citizen should be able to buy because they're so deadly. I'm Bradley T.S. Humble, I'm 13, and I'm at St. Mary's School, Albuquerque. When I see the school shooting has happened, all I can think of is how another one could happen in my community and just think what would actually change. As you see in the news, there's been so many mass shootings and you don't see any policy changes. All you see is, is how they can't understand how this would happen when there's no changes. I shouldn't 
have the thought of danger in my head more than actually learning. I should be in a place where I know that I'm safe and the only thing I should worry about is my learning and things have to change. Thank you for speaking your truth that capture the sentiments of our local community, specifically to Asia Lujan, Angel, Edgar Cruz, Kenya Alonzo, Jacob Dore, Ariana Cordova, Lily Lukau, Charles Simon, Jackie Torres, Monica Padaca, Millian Cordova, Pilar Monsoletto, Nancy Canales, and Bradley T.S. Humble. Next, we have a song by Origin with a simple message of Stop the Violence. It is no longer the choice between violence and non-violence in this world. It's non-violence or non-existence. That is where we are today. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. This is a really sad, sad case. One kid is dead and another kid is charged in that murder. Welcome back to Generation Justice. Because we value intergenerational work, we'll hear from radio producer and youth coordinator, Kateri Zuni. Thank you, Emily. The students you've heard from tonight have mentioned the NRA, and we think it's important to look at the amount of money that the NRA actually pumps into Congress. Here are the top five donation totals to U.S. Senators from the NRA. Number one, Senator John McCain, Republican from Arizona, has benefited from more than $7 million of NRA money since 1982. Number two, Senator Richard Burr, Republican from North Carolina, has benefited from more than $6 million of NRA money since 1992. Senator Roy Blunt, Republican from Montana, has benefited from more than $4 million of NRA money since 1996. Senator Tom Tillis, Republican from North Carolina, has benefited from more than $4 million of NRA money since 2014, more than half of McCain's donation total in only four years. Senator Cory Gardner, Republican from Colorado, has benefited from more than $3 million of NRA money since 2010. These numbers are total career-long donations, according to OpenSecrets.org. If you would like to do your own digging, we encourage you to visit OpenSecrets.org and CommonCause.org. The young people of Parkland's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School continue to point to the connections between the NRA and continued access to military-grade weapons and people are listening. According to the LA Times, the NRA is losing sponsorship and partnership deals fast. From many prominent hotel and travel companies, including Enterprise, Hertz, and Delta, 
This list grew after companies like National Bank of Omaha and Symantec, a cybersecurity company, announced they're out. If we step back and look at the incredible shift in power that these young people have achieved in such a short time, it becomes undeniable that empowering youth is the key to our continued resilience and ultimately to our liberation. At Generation Justice, we will continue to hold up and believe the voices of young people and recognizing the power and unique wisdom that they hold, we will continue to work on changing the narrative that surrounds young people of color by highlighting that young leaders in our community have been organizing around issues like gun violence for generations. Thank you, Katie, for your important commentary. I hope the NRA and our politicians take note because our young people are creating change and are making a difference, and they need to listen to the power of our voices. This next song is Battle Scars by Guy Sebastian featuring Fiasco. On hills, but it never does. That's cause you at war with love. You at war with love. These yeah. battles scars don't look like they're fading. Don't look like they're ever gone away. They ain't never gonna change these battles. Love. Never let a wound ruin me. But I feel like ruins ruin me. Arrow holes that never close from Cupid on a shooting spree Feeling stupid cause I know it ain't no you and me But when you're trying to beat the odds up And trying to keep your nods up And you know that you should know And let it go But the fear of the unknown hone Another lover's phone Sends you back into the zone With no Tom Hanks to bring you home A lover not a fighter on the front line with a poem Trying to write yourself a rifle, maybe shopping up a song to fight the tanks and drones that you being alone. I wish I never could, I wish I never touched, I wish that I could stop loving you so much. much. Cause I'm the only one that's trying to keep us together, yeah. when all of us say that I should forget her. Uh -huh. I wish you were the best, best, the best I ever had, yeah. I wish that the good outweighed the bad, cause yeah. it'll never be over. But you let it Now you're down on the ground Screaming medic The only thing that comes Is the post-traumatic stresses Shields, body, armors, and vests Don't properly work That's why you're in a locker full of hurt The enemy within And all the fires from your friends The best medicines To probably just let it I win I wish I couldn't feel wish I couldn't love I wish that I could stop Cause it hurts so much. so much And I'm the only one That's trying to keep us together yeah. When all of the signs say That I should forget yeah. I wish you were the best Best I ever had. had. I wish that the good outweighed the bad. Cause then uh. I'll never be over.
that's because you at war with of another hour honoring resistance. We would like to thank all the young people who have spoken their minds about this issue. Ever Gonzalez, a strong leader representing youth voices and advocating for change. And Phoebe Rose for such a beautiful song. We would also like to thank Asia Lujan, Angel, Edgar Cruz, Kenya Alonzo, Jacob Dore, Ariana Cordova, Lily Lucao, Charles Simon, Milian Cordova, Pilar Monfiletto, Jackie Torres, Monica Badaka, Nancy Canales, and Bradley Teyes Humble. And thank you to our music director, Milian Cordova, our assistant producer, and social media producer, Pilar Monfiletto, and our audio editor, Kamaria Umi. Production assistance came from Kateri Zuni and Roberto Rael. And thank you to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe and rate us. We're also active on social media, so make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCoon Foundation, Kun Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. We try to select the best music each week. Coming up is No Guns Allowed by Snoop Lion, followed by Imagine by UNICEF, Featuring the world. I'm Victor Torres. And I'm Emily Jaramillo. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Remember, love is the answer. Have a wonderful night. Money makes a man, and that's a crime. We spend more time 
Our daughters and sons, they're losing their minds. 